Welcome into Potty Podcast Cinema. I am Dan. With me as always is Andy. And we've got uh, some stuff coming soon. Not a ton of stuff, but we got a few things. And uh, I'll be honest, a lot of it's kind of lukewarm to won't watch. But I figured... I, I'm, yeah, I'm know. not excited about any of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not either, but let's get <laughs> let's into it. Um, yeah. Avatar 2. So it's coming out, uh-huh. Avatar The Way of Water. It comes out on Friday. Um, I don't think I care. Like, I'll, Look, I'll, probably, yeah, I'll, I'll probably see it I'll see in it. 3D just because the the last movie, the 3D well, was so cool. if you don't, cool. you're a jerk. <laughs> yeah, if you go see it without 3D, it's like, well, why would you even bother? You a jerk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it, the only reason you go is the 3D. Yeah. And, and the, I'll, I'll, I'll say this much. It's going to blow you away. It's going to blow me away. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to go. We're both going to be unwilling <laughs> and unexcited at all. You're going to get there, and when the movie's over, you're going to be like, God dang. <laughs> that was amazing. I can tell you. I've already seen some of the – I watched the trailer in 3D because uh, my son and I went to go see something in 3D. Uh, not Black Adam, but one of the other – oh, uh, Black uh, Wakanda Forever. Oh, how was we that 3D? That 3D. I want to see it, it cool. in yeah, – um... yeah. I want to see it in IMAX, but I don't think I, I don't know if I want to see it in 3D. It was fun because they used the same Avatar cameras to film the underwater scenes. Yeah, um, they actually borrowed them from Cameron um, and uh, and filmed those scenes. So it was pretty cool. Like I mean, it wasn't Avatar. Nothing ever has been since. Uh, but it was it was pretty good 3D. Yeah. But but what was exciting was the Avatar trailer was in 3D. Uh, oh. So okay. we got to see the actual Avatar 3D trailer. And it was unbelievable. Really? Okay. <laughs> it it was way better 3D than the first movie. Well, yeah. I mean, it's been twelve years since. The but last I mean, one? nothing's nothing's been even close since the first movie. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's it's like there haven't been movies to push the boundaries until it's doing its own sequel. Yeah. <laughs> and now they've pushed the boundaries again. And, and yeah, it was like. It was just remembering that, oh, yeah, this is a whole nother level of 3D where they were like walking through the, the woods and every single tree is sticking out at you. So, you know what I mean? So, like, somebody's walking from left to right in the screen, but they're bobbing in and out of trees. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's, it's no, I know what you're saying. And, yeah. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, this is 3D. It's in my face. This is nuts. Okay. And uh, so I'm sure it's going to blow us away. But just the story was so bad and boring that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this is going to be the exact same movie. Yeah, but I'm just, prepared for that now. The thing is, the last yeah. one was so, like, the special effects were so cool that the movie didn't have to be great. And the thing is, I'm kind of okay with that. We were kind of talking about this yesterday about Peripheral, where either give me a simple story and tell it compl- in a complex way, or give me a complex story and tell me in a simple way. This is a simple story, but you're so engrossed in the actual the visuals that you don't want the story to be too much because then you're going to get, you kind of get lost in it. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. It's that wasn't really my problem with it. The last movie, it was just that the stuff that they, one, it kind of took me out of it that they just ripped off Fern Gully scene by scene. Yeah. (laughs) And it was almost comical or dances with wolves. Yeah. Uh, A little bit of both, but yeah, but, uh, uh, and it's the other th- part of it was like the unobtainium. Yeah, just the so, name of it. Come was on, we so couldn't. Bad. We couldn't come up with a better name than unobtainium. Oh. That's like kind of like just throwing it in your face. 
it's like calling the bad guy codpiece. Like, yeah. it was so on the nose. It was so stupid. I was just like, God, why do you have to, like, why do you have to rip me out of the movie? Like, call it Pandorium. It's from Pandora. Yeah. Like, and that wouldn't make me, like, wince in agony. <laughs> like, just call it that. Don't call it unobtained. Yeah. Hard to get him. It's going to yeah. be what they're going for next <laughs> in the sequel. It's underwater. They found some hard to get him. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. I'm just... <laughs> so, uh, But no, I'll, I'll go see it. I'm not excited about it, but I'll take the kid and it'll be a thing and it'll be a blast. Yeah, I'm excited about I'm sure. the special effects, but the movie doesn't have to yeah. be that great. But, uh, but I mean, that's going to be the thing coming out. There's not any other movies coming out because no one wants to No one wants to go up against James uh, Cameron or, you know, Avatar 2 because people will still nor, see nor it. Nor should they. Yeah, so that makes sense. It's going to make $2 billion. Probably. Like, I think this will be the first movie because uh, I'm trying to think. Global box office record is, is what it's, – it's still Avatar, but it's like – is it – is it like 1.1 billion? Uh, let me see if I can find it. Um, so top lifetime grosses, is that what we're looking for? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, it's Avatar with 2.9. Oh, here we go. 2.9. 2. It's already 2.9 billion. Oh, it must have gone up since. Okay. Oh, because they brought it out for re-release. So I showed it as 2.743, but I think this, okay, this hasn't been updated that recently. Yeah, I'm pulling this off of IMDb um, uh, as of December 15th. So this is as current as you can get. So this 9. is yeah. So this is as of like as of today. So um, okay, then this will make uh, it made seven. It only made 750. I, I said only. <laughs> it made 750 million domestically. It made 1.9 internationally oh okay well a little bit more than that but so there have been several movies that have a lifetime gross of over two billion so avatar has almost made three billion wow that's unbelievable yeah wow after that (laughs) uh, after that it's avengers endgame with two point almost eight billion uh titanic with 2.2 star wars the force awakens with two billion (laughs) avengers affinity war with two so yeah uh, the top five Two are Marvel, one is Star Wars, and two are uh, James Cameron. James Cameron. Yeah. He's got one and three. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just like four and five. Yeah. Usually when, <laughs> when you say top five, it's because somebody's like, the second one is right at around five. Yeah. <laughs> He's got, of the top three, he has two of them. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> and uh, this is going to beat all of that. Yeah. I'm, I'm convinced of it. Because even though you and I are both sitting here saying we're not excited about it, we are going to go spend a ticket, yeah, <laughs> money and a ticket on to go see it. And I guarantee you, once we leave that, we're going to tell everyone we know you need to go see that in 3D today. Yeah, like, oh, I yeah. can just, I can just tell you, just because. Yeah. I mean, and it, and like you said, it doesn't matter if it's a good story. It doesn't. This is you're going to see a spectacle cinematically that blows your mind, and that's what you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. Um... And tickets are more expensive now. Than yeah. they were when the first one came out That's by like true. double. Yeah. So he has to sell like half the amount of tickets to still equal the same odds on this. Yeah, I think it'll. Yeah, it's going to make a ton of money, and then we're going to get three more afterwards because it's just beat that dead horse. Like I wonder, like so the first one was pretty much I, I was land and some air. This one's water. I wonder what the space <laughs> have a Pandora's space. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> lava. Lava. Uh, you might be. You know what? You might be right. More of like an Earth magnet. Yeah. 
Uh, fire creatures. <laughs> moving on. So the next one is. So I don't know if you ever watched. Did you ever watch the uh, the community college football last chance you shows? I watched like the first season. Yeah, and it was okay. I, I, see, I liked them a lot. The coaches were it, always but... obnoxious jerks, but I liked yeah. watching because it, it was about the kids and like the in the first mm-hmm. school it was the um, uh, the guidance counselor or whatever you want to call her, and then the second yeah. The second series, they went to another school, and that that coach was an obnoxious jerk. But like, they had a really not good like I think English teacher or something. It's all about it's more about the students. And then some of them ended up making it to the NFL and going on, but some of them ended up jail. It's just kind of interesting. These are people's mm-hmm. real lives. Um, they ch- switched it over to basketball last year, and I watched like half of it. And I just kind of got bored. But the if you're into it, the second one uh, has already come out. It came out the 13th. So if that's okay. your kind of thing, yeah. That's coming out. I, I almost went back. One of the guys uh, that was featured prominently in, in one of the seasons of Last Chance U uh, was then the next season was on Hard Knocks for I don't remember which team. It wasn't the next it was, season. It <laughs> Chargers? Was, it was a little bit after, but it wasn't the next season. It was Ollie. Oh, oh, I can't remember what his name was, but his name was Ollie Chargers, something. Right? Um I'll have to look and see. Year they showed the the Rams and the Chargers like in the same one. Yeah, Is you might have been right, Ronald Ollie. Yeah. Yeah. So he was, he was on whichever team he was on. Yeah. Uh, I just remember he was on the team. Raiders. Oh, that's what it was. It was the Raiders. He was on the Raiders. Was it? Yeah. Okay. But he like okay. he didn't even make it through. Like he just didn't have the, the camp. The he didn't drive. He had no drive. Yeah, like he had he, no drive. Yeah, he had all the physical abilities, but like he got injured and he and like why did you not get you know treatment today he's like oh no one told me like no nah, man you're an adult you can't that's not how that yeah, works i remember that so yeah and it was that's exactly the problem i had with last chance you and watching and watching that was that exact thought was like i saw the way some of these people were walking these guys through baby steps of their whole life right like yeah. i mean the, the woman in the first season that was having to bring them scantrons and number two pencils yeah she they didn't bring them to the test and that I'm like, how were they supposed to function when they get to the pros yeah. at a high level where they have to remember to do their homework at home on the iPad and actually go through all the plays and, and put all the hard work in? Like, there's no way they're doing that. And then yeah. sure enough, they showed that dude in the Raiders. And I think one of the coaches was just like shaking his head going, Jesus. I mean, the guy has yeah. zero drive on his own. Well, because it's like, not yeah. all. Well, yeah, not all of them are. They can't they can't function in the yeah. world it's i mean some of it's yeah the ladies they just want to do football but some of it was they didn't get scholarship i mean cam newton had to go to blend junior college yeah. aaron Rodgers went to a yeah. junior college like there's a lot of mm-hmm. there's a lot of nfl players that have gone to junior colleges and then made it to the pros um but yeah some of yeah. it's just like an attitude like they think they're great and it just doesn't work out i'm trying to think of i'm trying to look and see junior college some. has a lot i think CJ Revis was on the uh, Jags for a while, and then the Falcons. Yeah, I never. Yeah, Chauncey Rivers. Oh man, I remember he was really good. But I think the Packers claimed Rivers off waivers. Yeah, Dakota Allen. I remember was really talented. He's with the Browns, and was with the Raiders and Jags. He was talented, but just didn't have the physical ability. Yeah. Um, oh, Jermaine Johnson with the just got drafted to the Jets. Oh really? Yeah, oh, he wow. was on three and four, um, 
of the it was the second the second group. But yeah, he made it to the the New York Jets and was like he was a first round draft pick. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So there's a few out there, but yeah, it's just there's not a ton. But I mean, some of them, a lot of it's man, just go get a college education to a real school. I don't know. I enjoyed the football ones. I always look forward to those. The basketball, I tried it. I just, it just, and I like basketball. It just wasn't for me. Uh, yep. Let's if you look at. Uh, yep. Go uh, ahead. I was just gonna say, if, for fun one day, if you look at like Blinn Junior College, which is next to A and M, there's a lot of players that go to Blinn for their first year, and then transfer into A and M once they can show what they can do and like you said cam newton was one of them tony gonzalez uh dd westbrook <laughs> john gandy ken butler uh anthony hopkins i think is a was a running back for a bit yeah uh yeah anyway there's, there's a lot more to go back over the years but uh yeah there, there's a lot like that that, that you're right they, they do junior hall college because they couldn't get into the college first yeah um let's move on so i don't know if you've I don't know if you've seen the Murderville Mysteries, uh, but it's basically no, what? the Murderville Mystery. So they had, I think, I don't think it oh, might have yeah. only been one season, but it was Will Arnett. And basically it has all these guest stars and they come in and it's kind of improv. Like they show up and there's been a murder and they kind of have to figure it out, but it's all improv. And they had just figured it out with different people. I tried it. I tried one for a little bit. It was a little bit tough. I probably needed, maybe there might've been some others that were good, but I think it had a pretty good cult following um okay it's got a 6.4 on imdb take that for what it will or what you will at least that's the the special is coming out but it's who killed santa a murderville murder mystery so it's a special and uh jason bateman Bateman, (laughs) yeah um uh, maya rudolph eliza coop who we we love and think is underrated tawny newsome um yeah i mean if that's your thing that's cool i might try this one (laughs) i might try it I don't know. I, I tried the other one. I'll try one. it. I'll try it. Yeah. So, I just well, like all the It's people. a very popular British show. Oh, and really? So they, yeah, it's, it's very similar. And so they decided, he, you know, uh, uh, Arnett decided to, he, he's like the showrunner guy on here. And, um, and so uh, he decided to, yeah, to bring it to the, to the U.S. And there, from what I heard from like, I saw, Cam, I, I heard a Kamel interview who did that show. And he's like. Kamel Nanjinani. Yeah, he kept saying it was extremely impressive. Like from from a guest point of view, like yeah. how they did it in the rain at all. So uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. Ken, uh, Ken Jung wrote one of the episodes too. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they they basically run a loose ec- episode, and the only per you know a, a loose outline of what it's going to be, and they plug the guest into it. But yeah, the guest is the only person who doesn't know the script of the show. Okay. So they just ask random questions, and the guest can actually change what they do with the show drastically yeah uh but it's kind of funny and that, like like the the guests will suddenly be like they'll say do you see a murder weapon around for this guy and the guest will be like yeah it, the it was he was killed by a blender and they're like a, a blender <laughs> like, yeah and now suddenly they got to come up with the whole storyline about how they then you murdered this dude with the blender and then and i don't know it's just funny it's just funny the way they can be thrown off yeah. so drastically and and have to recover and it's and and like he he does a great job arnett never never breaks oh really he never That's breaks impressive. yeah he never breaks uh, and, and does such a good job so yeah and and and, and they've got a picture of his uh, his ex-wife uh or no his partner who died on uh, the background the whole time that's Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> and he never asked her for permission. <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> but, that's yeah. funny. But 
Justin Thoreau was his best friend, and, and Jennifer Aniston was best friends with him too. So they, they're just like, we're just gonna mess with her. Maybe one day she'll come on the force for a flashback episode. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. I mean, the the actual show, I think it's it's gone. It's only one season, uh, six episodes. But they have like the guests they get are great. Uh, they've had Sharon Stone, Kamel Nanjiani, like you said, Annie Murphy from Schitt's Creek, Ken Jong, Conan O'Brien, Marshawn Lynch for some reason, uh, Ian Gomez. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's I, yeah. I might go back and watch. I think it's on Netflix, but they got a Christmas one coming out. I don't know. I I, I even if it's not my thing, I want to root for this so much. Like I want to like it because I've just like all the other elements just seem like so great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give it more of a shot here soon. Yeah. Uh, the next one is called The Recruit. Um, it starts December 16th. It's on Netflix. Uh, follows a lawyer at the CIA who gets entangled in dangerous international power politics when a former asset threatens to expose the nature of her long-term relationship with the agency. Um, it's I, I like Noah Centineo a lot, and I think that's just kind of what's driving me to it. Is he's another one where I'm like, ah, I've, I'm waiting for him to kind of find his thing. Like he was one of the bright spots in Black Adam, which was very. Had, it had some really good parts. It had some really not great parts. Um, but I feel like I want to root for this guy and stuff because I think he could be kind of like, I think he's funny. But I don't know. It could be good. The premise seems interesting. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, uh, uh, I'm i going to give it a shot. I mean, I, I liked uh, I liked the first one a lot. But, I mean, a lot of that is, is Colin Farrell carrying it. Um, was that oh so it's based off of that well I don't know if it is I don't or not. think so I, it follows a lawyer at the CIA who gets entangled in international power politics yeah it says okay. her yeah. but he's the Noah Centennial is the main <laughs> mm-hmm. guy like and he's in he's the only one in all eight episodes yeah I saw that too I kept reading that and, and kind of did a double take like wait why does he keep saying her uh, but there's a, a, I think they're talking about Max played by Laura Haddock uh, who is the former uh former person uh from it that's blackmailing him so it it looks like she's one of the main characters i don't see her on here yeah she's she's a little further through the deal but she's got a lot of pictures and she's in a in the uh trailer she's in a prison uniform yeah and then she's talking to centineo so i think she's she's the former uh, uh cia agent so yeah you're probably right uh, she's also known for playing uh, Meredith Quill, by the way. Yeah, that's right. Uh, picture yeah. with a shaved head. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, Mer- I, oh uh, yeah, because she was yeah. Well, she had hair in the second one. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the second one, she does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just always picture that that opening scene yeah. in the first one. Um, I don't but, know. Yeah, I'll, I'll give good. it a shot. I mean, I enjoy CIA stuff and SDR, yeah. so I'll give it a shot. Uh, he seems a little Noah Centineo, and maybe it's just from the Black Adam. Because that's the only time I think I've actually really seen him. Because uh, I don't watch the Teen Wolf and all that BS. No, um, I've just seen him in like I've seen like clips and little things. But the Black Adam, I liked him a lot in that. Well, I was just to say he reminds me of like Albie on White Lotus, where he's like just a like an aw shucks kind of innocent yeah. person. So it'll be interesting to see how he pulls off how he pulls this off. Yeah, so, yeah, I'll try it. What what network is it on? It's on Netflix. Okay, okay, that gives it a little more promise. So yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, I'll at least try it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, um, and then last on the list because there's really there's just not that much coming out. I mean, this is a weird time to have shows come out is right before Christmas, but um, 
on, on the Tyler Sher- Tyler Sheridan Network, Taylor Sheridan Network, uh, Paramount Plus, the Duttons face a new set of challenges in the early 20th century, including the rise of Western expansion, Prohibition, and the Great Depression. Um, yeah, I think this is like a yellow part of Yellowstone in well, the world. Uh, it stars Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. Um, James Badge Dale, who I like. He's not in a lot of stuff. Marley Shelton, who I haven't seen in something in a while. Um, Are they going to be sewing things and then going to bed early? Like, what is this uh, yeah, going to be about when everyone in the show is over 80? Like, yeah, this is so weird. I, I Okay. <laughs> uh, whatever. It's got I, Jerome I'm, Flynn, I'm who I like, who was in... Um, uh, uh, the actors are solid. Yeah. It's just, it just seems like it's like... It almost feels like a joke, like with the CSI, Miami CSI, LA CSI, and it's getting to some point where it's going to be like CIA or NCI Nacogdoches. Yeah. Um, it feels that way. Like it's like, all right, so are we going to get 1943 and then 1963 and then 1983? Like, yeah. Are we going to have to go through every year of their lives, Star Wars style, where we slowly piece together like 200 years of history yeah. of the Duddens? Like, I, I don't care. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I'm not going to watch this at all. I just figured. I'd mention it because it's the Taylor Sheridan thing and he does all these things. I mean, I like Tulsa King. I like Mayor of Kingstown. I did not care for Yellowstone. I did not care for what was the one with uh, Tim McGraw? Yeah, yeah, I know. I tried that. And you guys are like, no, it's amazing. It's amazing. And then it was at first. I thought it was. I thought it was at first. I really loved it. I could see the wider writing wall. Three episodes. But uh, yeah, they're just so dang depressing. But yeah, yeah, if. uh, if one day <laughs> I get COVID, I'm knocking with that I don't, but uh, or something like that, and I'm like, you know, laid up in the bed for a couple weeks, maybe I'll give Yellowstone a shot. But I, I, I think I tried an episode once, I, and to be fair, I only tried the pilot, but it was just like, I don't know, I, I didn't, I didn't enjoy the pilot at all. That's all I can say. I did not enjoy the pilot, and I, I just couldn't make myself keep watching. So. Uh, but people love it so passionately that I'm sure one day, since it's over now, I think it's going to be season six is going to be or five that, that's coming out. That's they said it's the last, so um, maybe one day I'll give it a shot. Yeah, but I don't. I, I'll I will I will genuinely have to have like the flu or something where there's like I've got nothing else to watch. I will <laughs> I will if if it's a flu, I'm putting on the old 1990s X Men cartoon and just letting it run. I will do that before this. That's the way you do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> since we don't have that much for coming soon, we're going to go jump right into news and trailers and start off with um, one that's not too surprising, uh, but just kind of finally got the, the official word, and that's that Wonder Woman 3 has been canceled. Uh, of course, James Gunn has taken over for the DCU. Kind of, He's kind of become the Kevin Feige. It's James Gunn and someone else. Who's the other person I, um, that's but also... Did what? I'm sorry? It, James Gunn oh, and Peter Safran. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. yeah. They're basically planning their the future of the DCU. Um, it's going to be weird because it doesn't seem like they're it's a complete reboot. Um, it doesn't seem like it's they're continuing with this world. It seems like kind of a mix of the two, which is interesting. Uh, but Wonder Woman three is canceled and Patty Jenkins. Like, I, yeah, it sounds like she's like, no, they didn't fire me. I quit. I'm like, ah, it seems like you, it doesn't seem like Patty Jenkins would not want to do a Wonder Woman 3. But man, Wonder Woman 2 mm-hmm. was so bad. And what the it first the- Wonder Woman, people were talking about, 
Oh, it's good. good. It's good. It's like no, it it, it, it was, was all over the place. It, it had it had its it had moments. Potential. It had potential. Like it, like I'm. I I enjoyed her as as uh, Wonder Woman. Who yeah, to be fair, I, I really didn't, I didn't. And I I didn't think she would though. Yeah. Like, like that that won me over. I was like, eh. I mean, and I think it kind of goes back to that. It's maybe shallow, but I'm like, she has like no muscle at all. Like this is supposed to be the most incredible female warrior. Like put some muscle tone on, right? Uh, but she she played it off. Her acting was solid and, and it was good. And then. I like the world. I loved that island uh, of of when the oh, soldiers yeah. like they they seemed like just total beasts, and it was awesome. I was like, I like this, and the the Germans kind of invading on it. So many parts of it were really good. Yeah, and then seeing her interact with men for the first time in the world, it was there was a lot of good comedy there. Um, but then once it got to the like the the beef of the storyline, it just fell apart. Where yeah. the story structure with like these characters that all have special skills but then none of them ever use them <laughs> after the weird introduction of their their quote-unquote powers you know and and uh and then the, the bad guy i don't know it was just all over the place for me um and in part two like you said it, for me it might be the worst thing i saw during covid yeah and that's including the news <laughs> like yeah. it, was, it was the worst yeah thing ever like uh, i remember it being a special it was like it was the first movie HBO released where they started that thing where they were like, we're going to bring all of our movies out on HBO Max, same day as the theaters. And everyone was like, what? <laughs> we don't have to go to the theater? You remember? It was, it was December. Uh, it was over Christmas uh, break. And they, and they brought it out. I was like, we were like, oh, my God, a big budget movie at home day one. This is amazing. And we're like, man, what a horrible one to start with. Yeah. <laughs> What a horrible movie to start with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the uh, apparently insiders are saying the costs are not a factor, even though we're seeing everything from Warner Brothers, at least through HBO and, and DC and everything. It very much seems like they're just trying to cut a lot of, not even fat, they're cutting good stuff. They're just cutting everything and it's kind of making it a shell of what it was. But uh, Godot was on track to make $20 million for this and Patty Jenkins would have made $12 million. So... They are going to kind yeah, of that, save money on that. Yeah, that that's part of it. They, uh, I mean, I would. I'll tell you right now, I would not have seen a third movie if Patty Jenkins was the. Director. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't have gone. Uh, and then, so so I think this would have lost money anyway, and it was a good idea not to make it. Uh, but so Discovery announced uh, a while back that after they they bought HBO Max, they said due to the synergies we have between the companies. The goal after the acquisition was to cut three and a half billion in spending uh, as quickly as they could, like within a year or two. And that's why Westworld was cut because it didn't have enough ratings to justify the massive expense. Uh, And some other any other show that was like mildly performing got cut. Uh, they, they, They in fact, this was like the biggest axing of HBO shows like forever yeah um and so yeah and and now they've announced that they're pulling them from hbo permanently hbo max so like they're not going to show old like you can't pull up old westworld episodes which is so, i don't pull, get that that's so stupid well because uh and same with like the nevers and love life and all these other shows that they canceled because now they won't have to pay royalties oh. on all those shows oh my god that's so by stupid. moving them to the discovery app they can charge to have people watch it, but still not pay royalties because uh, it's not part of HBO Max. That's so gross. Um, that is so it gross. is gross. It's very gross. Yeah. And a lot of movies that 
were on the docket they didn't even got getting cut were because they were gonna well the two that were famous you know were the scooby-doo and the uh the other DC one that's not going to come out that was already made, Batgirl. Yeah. Um, because they were able to to write all that off as as a loss, but anything else that was being made that was perceived that it wouldn't make a fortune was cut as well. And again, just to cut spending to make the money back for the company after the acquisition. So, I think spending will start again soon, but I do think it's interesting that they bring in James Gunn and Peter Safran to come redo the whole DC universe despite like not wanting to spend money. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, kind of odd, but, uh, but yeah, they've, they've announced that in January we'll get the, the first slate of films. So they're going to do like a, like a Marvel release. Yeah. Uh, Marvel schedule release. And I'm kind of excited for it. Yeah. Because this is going to be James, James Gunn. Gunn. Yeah. Yeah. And he's writing. So they said it's going to start with uh, Superman. That's yeah. going to be the first, which is our next story. Piece. Yeah. Yeah. And he will write it. Yeah, so he's writing it, um, but Henry Cavill will not return. But they are eyeing him to play a different DC character, he says, which is interesting. Um, well, they said they discussed exciting opportunities yeah. for other characters down, down the road. Yeah. So I don't think we will hear that he'll be in anything anytime soon, but yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, poor, poor Henry Cavill, dude. He... <laughs> Like every time he gets a big thing, he just loses out on it. But uh, yeah, and I liked him as Superman. I thought he was a good job. Um, there's and because of that, like Reddit and some of the you know other online boards were talking about maybe he you now it kind of frees him up to maybe be the next Bond. I feel like he needs to lose a bit a little bit of muscle mass. He's a little too bulky. But that's <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it, any any movie I pick for him, like he needs to lose muscle mass. So, yeah, yeah. Poor, yeah. But, I mean. I'm sure he'll he'll be okay with that. But. Yeah, but yeah, that's um, that's a bummer that it, they're not going to move forward with them. But I'm kind of okay with them if they just completely redo it. I'm all right with because honestly, uh, instead of Jason Momoa as Aquaman, I want him as Lobo so bad. No, I agree. I, I want yeah he he has to be Lobo. Yeah, he is Lobo. <laughs> he's a, he's a flying motorcycle away from already being Lobo. Yeah. before he's even in character. Yeah, like, that's just who Jason Momoa is. Yeah. So yeah, that that would be that would be amazing if they do that. And so the Superman, I think the thing of note to keep keep in mind, and the reason they had to move on from Henry Cavill is that it's going to focus on his younger years. Yeah. So it's all going to be about Clark Kent as he first gets to Metropolis. So yeah. that way they can slowly introduce us to the characters the right way <laughs> instead like of the way DC it. did it. Yeah, here's everything from the DCU in one movie. Like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, including characters you won't see for nine more years. Yeah. Uh, so, like The Flash. Like, okay. Well, uh, it's funny so you yeah, bring up The Flash because Henry Cavill is supposed to have a cameo in The Flash movie that is now, <laughs> it looks like it's coming out. And he did in uh, Black Adam. Yeah, in October. <laughs> yeah. We need we need to talk. Uh, but not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they actually had Henry Cavill announce three months ago that he was returning as henry uh, as superman yeah for a superman sequel and for future dcu projects yeah and then fired that guy and hired james gunn and yeah had to start over so the dude just re-announced himself three months ago yeah like whoops sorry guys i was really hoping to bring you superman thanks for thanks for fighting for me but uh looks like i'm out so yeah he needs to go to end marvel Let's just yeah He's got Marvel written all over. 
Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah, man, I could see him doing a lot of things. I mean, he's he's that guy's Captain just, Britain. Captain, Captain Britain. Britain. He's just built to be like a superhero. But um, uh, well, that's that's a hero supposedly in the works. Okay, and people love Captain Britain. So I don't remember. I don't know anything about Captain Britain to talk about it. He's but. like. He's he's their Captain America, basically. Yeah. But, uh, uh, give me Captain Carter instead. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so uh, Ben Affleck also not expected to return as Batman. They, I mean, you have to have no, Batman no, no. in this over. world. Yeah, because they're starting over. But they have said that uh, they've talked to Ben Affleck about possibly directing which some some stuff, which is awesome. I'm definitely in. I for love that, that idea. Yeah, because he's a great director. Um, and they've also, um, for Patty Jenkins, she tweeted a statement saying she was open to considering anything asked of asked of her um, in regards to the third project. And Gunn just says, I can attest that all of Peter and my interactions with you were only pleasant and professional. Um, so I don't know. I I I think I would move on from Patty mm-hmm. Jenkins. I after she's made. God, I hope so. She's made about thirty to forty five minutes of quality out of two movies. Yeah, that, I mean that's the honest truth, and I I would say the, here's where I feel totally comfortable in whoever they announce as directors going forward for any projects is that they've already said P, uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran will have a Feige style role. Yeah, of he's he's going to help shape the storyline and then the connecting through material of the movies. So that's all really that matters is that he he could be there for Patty Jenkins to go. Uh, nope, you're yeah. not doing that. Yeah. And what is this? Nope, yeah. can't do that. You know, so that, uh, he'll be able to fix a lot of things and give. Uh, I I still think of it more as a James Patterson role of like I'm. I'll, he'll outline everything and then yeah. let other people come fill in the details that don't really matter as much. Yeah, which is outline. which is so what which is what Feige does. Be. Yeah, and Feige doesn't have as much, doesn't do as much now as he did in like this the phase one. Or even phase yeah. two. And I think now that it's like phase four, he's basically like, here's the broad outlines, and they kind of mess with it. Yeah, he. from what I uh, listened to the other day, they, they he basically says, like, you know, you're in, we're going to give you this character, right? Like like a Moon Knight or whatever. And he says, like, here's where, the, here's where he's going to have started out, and here's what he needs to get to. Like, you can make the movie that gets him from here to here. Yeah. And, 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 and then they'll say, like, occasionally like by the way we need like x to happen in the movie at some point yeah you know we need some way to incorporate but he said for the most part like they'll allow the movie writers to say like like when there's always like some form of a cameo they'll let the movie writers say that so like in shang chi when he asked if uh uh captain marvel could be one of the people that they called when they were looking at who brought those who found the rings or whatever or when they were studying the signal coming from the rings uh, that wasn't originally supposed to be her. They just asked if they could use her, and he's and Feige consults the boards and looks at where she her character is in the timeline at that point and goes, "Yes, there's no reason she can't be there." So, you know, you can use this character. Yeah, he's more so. That's of, how that rolls now. Yeah, he's more of the yeah. continuity kind of guy. Yeah, for exactly. The, for now in the future. Um, exactly. Yeah, we we talked about how HBO Max is pulling stuff. We kind of went over that, yeah. which is it's. Yep. It, it sucks. Gross. I mean, it, the thing is about this is like, it sucks that they're doing all this and cutting all this money. And the guy that they brought in, the new CEO, David uh, Zaslov, 
uh, came from Discovery, which is, I mean, it's called Discovery, but it's basically just terrible reality shows because they're cheap to make and they mm-hmm. make money. But I wonder if it's like you see all these you see all these streaming services with the streaming awards where they're just throwing money at people and just producing all this content. And like, it can't be like, there's a finite, there's, there's a point of, um, uh, diminishing returns where you can't, you're losing money. And so he might be the bad guy right now, but he might be doing the thing that's actually in the long run, you know, financially viable. So I hate to, I, I don't know what his intentions are. It just, the one where they're not going to pay royalties for Westworld uh, just seems super slimy. Yeah, that part, and that's, I mean, Disney does it, Netflix, they all do it. And But I agree, I think it's gross. Um, but the, uh, I don't blame them for pulling underperforming shows at all when they're trying to, you know, when the, when the thought process was just pump as much new IP out there as you can, as much, yeah. new, you know, original programming as you can. Uh, I, I don't blame it for reigning back, especially because HBO has been known forever. Like, there's two things at a time, and yeah. that is it. There's typically one drama and one comedy or something, of, or, you know, alternate type show at that time, and that is it because they don't want to saturate it with and get to bad programming. So I'm okay with them pulling that. What always bothered me about Discovery buying HBO Max is I don't want HBO Max flooded with crap. Like, that they already own. Yeah. You know what I mean? All the, all the, you know, fixer uppers and all those kinds of things. Like I don't, I like that HBO max is the place I go when I want to go hunt for, hot, for you know, quality. smaller amount of things that are high quality. Yeah. I don't want you junking it up with BS. And unfortunately that seems to be what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why you use fixer uppers as uh, an example. Cause that's, a, that, was a, that was a great show. <laughs> all those shows. Um, <laughs> You're right. So this, you added uh, a couple things here. Sam Worthington was nearly James Bond and Green Lantern. Uh, I bet Ryan Reynolds would have really wished he could have been Green Lantern. He really does. And it was pretty funny. It was, it's just a fun interview. I, I added on there because, you know, of Avatar, they're interviewing him. And it's just a really great uh, story. And he's just, he's so self-deprecating. But he's like, he's like, he was basically, he was almost Bond. It yeah. was between him he and a couple other people. He was huge during that time. He was huge. And, and apparently... Uh, uh, broccoli, uh, was it Barbara Bar- broccoli. broccoli? Yeah, who's the yeah. granddaughter of Albert Broccoli, who wrote the series? She was apparently like, I think the words they say is Gaga for him to be Bond. She was obsessed with it to the point that she she brought her husband. They went to his his hotel and they cut his hair. So herself, she cut his hair herself. Oh, that's weird. So she could get him looking exactly what he needs to look like in the in the vision for what Bond needed to be, so that she could guarantee his role the part. He said what ended up killing him was he could do all the action stuff and do the, uh, uh, you know, make him look like the killer and all those kinds of things. But he said, I'm just not suave. I couldn't get down the gentleman part. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm just, I'm not debonair. I'm not. <laughs> he's like, I, he's like the shaken, not stirred thing. He's like, I just couldn't pull it off. Yeah. And he goes, I, I had no idea what I was doing trying to act, you know, I guess debonair is the word. He's like, I had no idea what I was doing. So he's like, I was just kind of laughed right out of there. And then uh, and then he, he was almost Green Lantern, but apparently he asked too many questions. <laughs> oh, really? And Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't get it. If this ring can do anything, what can stop it? Yeah. And, uh, and they're the like, color they're yellow like, there's, and wood. there's like nothing. And yeah. They're like, there's nothing. He's like, well, then that's going to be boring. <laughs> if yeah. nothing can stop it until until the very end when the color yellow comes or whatever. And he's like, 
and he just kept saying, but this doesn't make any sense. And yeah. They, they are like, I never liked they're like, Lanner. you're not, you're not a fit. Yeah. Yeah. Fit, right? <laughs> yeah. And he was, so get out of here with your logic. Yeah. And, uh, and storytelling prowess. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, that's why he did make it there as well. And I, I just thought that was a fun little story. Uh, well, it's, worth, it's worth a read if you get a chance. Yeah. So I was kind of skimming through it. So apparently Worthington, like they filmed him doing a scene in a tuxedo. That's like a recreation from, uh, with, from Russia with love. Um, Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is interesting. Oh, uh, also, what else is interesting is some of the other people up for it were Henry Cavill, yeah. who would have been like 21 yep. at the time. And then mm-hmm. someone named Goran Viznik. Goran Viznik. I don't you know, know him. Goran Viznik. Where do I know him you, from? Yeah, you know him from uh, uh, the, the bad. I know him from the bad Electra movie with Jennifer Garner. He was the love. I never saw that. that. Yeah. Uh, you never saw it? I never. Why oh, would man. I? It looked terrible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was fine at the time. Uh, It had a lot of characters you'd like to see in a movie, you know, back then that were in it. But uh, who did he 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 play in The Boys? Looks like he was in The Boys, but I don't remember him playing. I don't remember who he He, played. Oh yeah, he was in The Boys. He was in Timeless. He was like a uh, he was like the guru guy at the cult that I think the the Aquaman the Deep went to uh, for help. Okay. Oh, okay. I mean, I liked him in that. I mean, he's a good actor. He's been he's been in plenty of stuff. Yeah. Uh, T- Timeless is the one that a lot of people liked him on. ER, of course, is where he got to start, and, and people liked him. But uh, yeah, okay. uh, those are just the few things I've seen him in. But uh, yeah, it's, I mean, I could see he kind of looks like the Timothy Dalton part. I could see that being one of the people they thought about. But uh, all right. Yeah. 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 Not a big deal. All right. Uh, moving right along. Uh, so the next one is God of War, the video game, which if you haven't played is amazing. And the new one just came out and it's might apparently is one of the best. I got to finish the, the previous one. My file got corrupted. I had to start all over, but God, no, of, no. God of War is getting a live action, big budget series on Amazon who just keeps throwing money at anything they can. But this, I mean, this would be, this would be awesome, but man, I don't know if they're going to be able to, I don't know if they're going to be able to pull this off. Yeah, I I don't see it. It's so big. <laughs> it, it's so big. I mean, it's uh, it's Lord of the Rings level. And it seems to me like they probably learned about the money issue from Lord of the Rings. Uh, or what do they call it? Ring of Power? Yeah. Um, well, and, that's, and the Wheel of Time showrunner, uh, Rafi yes. Judkins, is going to be this showrunner, which I'm like, ah. Gr- well, he did a terrible job. I don't like that. At I all. liked it at first, uh, but then I re—I could not like. I had to force myself to get through it at the end. That was so. Bad. It was just all the cliches of fantasy, uh, which is what I was worried about with Willow. Yeah, <laughs> it was all the cliches of fantasy to me that I just—I'm like, Ugh, I could just do without any of this ever again because it just—it rarely seems original and good. And uh, and Wheel of Time is yeah, it, it cost a lot of money. It took a lot. I mean, you and I used to joke like, like when did Wheel of Time get announced in like 1996? Yeah, <laughs> it finally came out like what two years ago, and now we still don't know anything about a season two. Yeah, oh, unless it was can- was it canceled? Uh, I'll have to look and see. I have no idea, but yeah, I mean, it seems like it's been a long time. Yeah, uh, I think it came out like a year ago. I don't think it was that, was that long, all? but okay. I, yeah, it okay. came out in 2021. Um, season two, uh, I see. Uh, it looks like it's got three seasons. Oh, it looks like season two already. Oh, no. It's just not updating. 
Yeah, it's like exactly IMDb is being IMDb. Like, yeah, it's yeah. about exactly a year ago. The final one came out day before Christmas. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah but still, I, I would think that Amazon by now would have learned that, yeah, like we don't need to throw $10 billion at a, at a show for it to be popular. Because look, what's, look what is really popular on Amazon right now is Jack Reacher and... Uh, the Boys. And the Boys. And there's another one that just came out that's on on Amazon right now. I can't remember what it is. But... Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not the ones that are that are ten million dollars. Oh, the English, uh, okay. it's not the ones that are ten million dollars. So yeah, I, I hope they figure out a better way to do it. But but God of War, I don't see any other way to do it but that, right? I mean, it, it seems like it has to be a monstrous. Yeah, budget. it would have to be. To yeah, because you're you're it's, it's a god fighting other them. gods. Yeah, unless they like nerf the gods down to the point that they're you know just human size and they've got just they're just better with well the thing is something weird. but the thing is in the game because i played the beginning of the game and some of them they are human size um like okay. like okay. kratos and those guys they are human size because kratos was a human when he started off um so okay. i don't have a so problem I, with I that i think trailers. that could be done where they can be human size i just i don't know we'll see but yeah amazon drags its feet on everything yeah they're not in a rush to do anything <laughs> and they, so so I've only played like a little bit of one season, I mean one season, of like the first God of War. So as somebody, as an outsider on it, what I remember from all the trailers that was so exciting every time they showed stuff for God of War was that he'd end up battling some like giant, you know, creature that he's like running up their leg to like get all the way up there to fight. Yeah, I mean, there is that aspect. Yeah, there is some of that. Okay, yeah. That's the part where I'm like... Yeah, some of those guys were. This is... So this one... So I think it's past the the first three, and this is the new series where he's exiled himself, trying to get away from his past. He's got his son; his wife just died. He's in the north, and so now he's dealing with the Nordic um, gods. And the first one you meet is played by Jeremy Davies, who I love. Um, but uh, I don't know. Wait, you're talking about in the in the in the video game? In the game? Yeah, in the video oh, game. Okay, okay. Yeah, or voiced okay. by Jeremy. I mean, it's voiced by Jeremy Davies, but like they do like a mocap, I think, because it looks just like him. Oh, wow. All right. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, it got amazing reviews, and the new one got amazing reviews. So, we'll see. But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not holding my breath for that one. I'll wait till I see a trailer. Yeah, I agree. Uh, moving on. We Speaking of trailers, we've got, we just got two that came out. But um, one of them is huge, and we'll get to that later. But the first one is Kaleidoscope. Um, this could be good. It's on Netflix. Never uh, heard of it. Yeah, I didn't so. either. I just kind of ran into it. But it's centered around the largest heist ever attempted, the vengeance and betrayals that surround it. Um, show creator is Eric Garcia. It's got Paz Vega. Um, uh, oh, man. Who who puts... I don't know who puts together these top casts for IMDb. Like, it's none of, it, it's none of the top cast. I guess it's in alphabetical order, but they've got like 50 people. Yeah. Jay Courtney, who's one of the main five, is the very bottom one. Um, Giancarlo Esposito, I don't even see him on here. (laughs) That's weird. Yeah, IMDb is like... If there was any competitor, I think people would start using that one. But... um, Is it possible they changed the name of the show? Because I'm looking at Jay Courtney. Oh, it's Jigsaw. the original title was Kaleidoscope, but apparently it's called there Jigsaw. It but I see a poster that says Kaleidoscope on it. 
It does. It still does on there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking, Did they? I was like, they I'm, must have just changed it like within the last like two days or, or maybe something. Maybe they switched it from Jigsaw to Kaleidoscope. Oh, that's promising. Know. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird when they change the names. But, yeah. Uh, Paz Vega. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You Paz Vega, Jay down Courtney, down Rosalind, LB, Peter, Mark Kendall, um, and Giancarlo Esposito. So the team is led by I Giancarlo Esposito. Huh? Jay Courtney has won me back over. I know. Like, I am officially a Jay Courtney fan again. Yeah. I, 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 there's just there's no way around it. I I first saw him again in that uh, that Australian show I told you about. Yeah. Um. You know. I'm sorry. Yeah. Stateless. I think it was called. With, yeah. Uh, Yvonne Strahovski and the woman from Nine Nine Lives. Okay. Nine Strangers. Yeah. Whatever that was. That, that one with Nicole Kidman. Like uh and uh she was michael shannon's wife uh but uh yeah so stateless and uh and then saw him begin a suicide the new suicide squad one uh and uh i actually liked that kind of drunken idiot australian like acting that he did for it even if the movie wasn't great yeah it kept and then, ter- yeah and then terminal yeah, and list then terminal list he was yeah he was solid yeah, yeah. so like i'm 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 into this i could i saw the little bits of it i saw in the trailer i'm like all right there's He's leaning into being the massive giant that he is, and uh, and 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 kind of that yeah, kind of that drunken Australian uh, guy. And I don't know, I like it. I think he plays that what that character well. So, yeah, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to giving this a shot. It looks it looks a little like it could be a little rough, but it could also have some. It could surprise you a little bit. I think maybe. Yeah, man, I was just kind of going through his stuff, and I stumbled on apparently it's a movie called Black Sight. It only got a 4.3 on IMDb, so and it already came out. Uh, this is with two over 2,000 votes, so it's probably not great. But it's got Michelle Monaghan, Jason Clark, who is like one of the best actors in uh, probably ever. like I love Jason Clark; he's so unbelievable. I do too. And then Jay Courtney, and I like Michelle Monaghan too. She was great in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. She's phenomenal. But yeah, yeah, he just picks yeah, really but... bad stuff sometimes. I think that's what it is. I have a feeling that when they signed on for that one, uh, for that black site, yeah. that they kind of, I bet they knew what they were signing up for. Yeah. I could be wrong, but it just looks like the kind of movie where they're like, yeah, we knew what was happening here. <laughs> like Michelle Monaghan only makes B movies these days. Yeah. Like, which they, is too bad. She's good. Doing. She's a good actress, but yeah, she, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. This movie does not, I'm looking at like kind of seeing the previous, I don't know. It looked like it could be all right. The premise sounds kind of dumb. Basically, Jason Clark is a is a mastermind in a black site prison, and he's got to escape. And Jay Courtney and Michelle Monaghan have to catch him. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. Um, <laughs> all right, let's move on to the one, the big one, the one that everyone's kind of talking about this week, and that is the official trailer for Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. So uh, Miles Morales returns for the next chapter um, in an epic adventure that will transport Brooklyn's full time neighbor. Friendly neighborhood Spider-Man across the multiverse to join forces with Gwen Stacy and a new team of Spider-People to face off with a more with a villain more powerful than anything they have ever encountered. Um, so you definitely know you're getting Miguel O'Hara as Spider-Man 2049, um, played by Oscar Isaac, who's kind of in the he's in the, uh, the after credit scene in the first one. And so they kind of tease yep. that. Uh, Shamik Moore returns as Miles Morales. Hey, Steinfeld as Gwen Stacy. Jake Johnson as Peter B. Parker, the kind of schlubby one. Um, Daniel Kaluuya 
will be Hobie Brown. Jason Schwartzman as Jonathan Owen. Shea Wingum as George Stacy. That's interesting. He'll be the dad. Jorma Tacone as Adrian Toomes. What? He's going to be the vulture? That's interesting. Wait, who is? Jorma Tacone. Um, he's from the Lonely Island uh, with Andy Samberg. And they were on Saturday Night Live. He's been in a ton of stuff. Like he they, they, he always does stuff with um, um, Andy Samberg and oh my gosh I can't forget I can't remember the other night but like he wrote and created McGruber and it, he I don't know you you've seen him in things you've seen him in a ton of that's stuff fair. yeah but um, that's interesting guys. Issa Rae is Jessica Drew that's interesting but yeah so it kind of looks like Miguel O'Hara might be the bad guy because. Spider-Man 2049, it was like, like he didn't have any problems killing people. Is. Yeah, until later on, uh, mm-hmm. I think it's Peter Parker's like, nah, man, that's not who we're supposed to be. But yep. there's, yeah, there's a, no, for sure. There's, there's a few different ones. Um, there's a, there's a, a, a line of dialogue in the trailer, if you watched it, where um, mm-hmm. uh, you hear, you hear him say something about 2099. Uh, say something to uh, Spider Gwen, <laughs> uh, to the tune of, "You know we have to kill him." Yeah, and, uh, talking about Miles, and she's like, "I thought we were supposed to be the good guys." He goes, "This does make us the good guys." So something that Miles is doing is hurting the multiverse, and the Spider Man twenty ninety nine character thinks he needs to basically come and prune him. Yeah, uh, to save Which to is save the rest of the universe. Point so, with- that character yeah yeah yeah, it kind of makes sense yeah that that's why he would be involved and that's why uh you know the the multiverse thing that's why it's called into the spider-verse i I did enjoy seeing like the uh the like 50 other (laughs) spider-men different variations that they showed when when he showed the world that was pretty there were some pretty hilarious ones there yeah Uh, and some cool ones yeah Issa ray is spider-woman jason schwartz was spot which yeah. I don't remember a ton of spot, but that's kind of like a crazy Spider-Man character where you can kind of like, kind of like blink. Oh, was it? Yeah, it's kind of like okay. blink from um, uh, the X-Men where it kind of okay. there's all these portals and stuff. So I don't know a ton about them, but uh, okay, yeah, all right. I'm trying that's to look through. Yeah, they, there's a article here from looks like Polygon about all the different spider-man so spider-man 2099 spider-woman spider-punk oh that's right and that's daniel kaluuya oh, who's the yes, british right. yeah the british spider-man who like plays the guitar and yeah people oh. love him i know i don't know a ton about him yeah he's a homeless teenager empowered by radioactive waste um dubbed by norman osborne's company yeah that's pretty interesting um Supeda yeah, man i know this is kind of interesting. It looks like a Japanese Spider-Man. The Spider-Man. Japanese yeah. 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 That's the, that's the old famous one. That's got like the absolutely terrible effects. And he's like, there's like a dance number. And all oh, that. that's, oh, that's, oh that's okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a famous old. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be in it. That's, that's phenomenal. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah. Okay. No, I, I'm, I'm totally in. Yeah. I know people like one, uh, one of my kids friends, uh, he's like, yeah, his dad has like all this spider punk stuff <laughs> in his house. Like, loves spider punk, and I was like, who? <laughs> and I had to look it up and see who spider punk is. And, yeah. And like the the overwhelming thing was that like like the old Reddit, uh, like that's like he's like the fan favorite. Like everybody loves that character, so they're like, yeah, it was important to get him into the movie. Yeah. Uh, I was like, well, all right, 
I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm interested in seeing a, a British Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it looked like the old kind of uh, cartoony Spider-Man's gonna be in there. They're gonna have Spider-Man India in it. There's bombastic uh, Bagman, which is Spider-Man okay. with a bag on his head and two holes in the eyes, and uh, which. <laughs> uh, if you haven't, I mean, I don't know why you're an Xbox person because PlayStation has such better games. But like the Spider-Man and Miles Morales Spider-Man video game are both on PlayStation. If you played those, you can see all the different suits. And apparently they're going to incorporate some of those into this. Um, Amazing Spider-Monkey will be into it. Um, <laughs> Lady Spider. Where are you finding this? <laughs> uh, I'll send you the article. From, it's from Polygon. Um, and it's got all the different Spider-Man. Scarlet Spider, which is like, that's a classic one. Where he's got kind of like a a hoodie. Yeah. Um, He's like a Wolverine. Yeah. Version of Spider Man. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's like a loner that was experimented on and he's been Riley. Yeah. He likes to kill people. Yeah. Uh, He's got the one like claw that comes out of his hands. He's got, wait, what? Scarlet Spider does? Yeah. Yeah. He's got one claw that comes out like off his middle finger, like straight up to the middle of his hand. And uh, yeah. Okay. He's. He's in the uh, the cartoon ones that were like the web of Spider-Man or one of those. Okay. Uh, where he puts together a team of like Agent Venom, Scarlet Spider, and then the one that was like an Iron Spider. Yeah, oh, uh, Iron Spider. Yeah, Venom. which we've seen in the... Yeah. Um, uh, it's the four of them. Which we saw yeah. in the... Uh, what was it? The Tom Holland uh, movie. He, he gets the Iron Man suit from... Uh, or the... the Iron Spider suit from Iron Man. Yeah, in, in the in the, in this show, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Scarlet Spider was a um, was a clone of Spider Man that Doc Ock made, but then he like was like raising him in the sewer as like a <laughs> like training him like to be an ultimate fighter or whatever, and, and he didn't want to be. Okay. And he finally escapes trying to kill Spider Man, and and uh, yeah, they basically like you know give him a life. Yeah, <laughs> and and now he's like the Wolverine type, where he's just always angry and just used to killing, and that's his first instinct and all that. So yeah, it was kind of an interesting storyline, but it was kind of a rip off of Wolverine. So okay, yeah, yeah comic <laughs> books tend to rip off each other a lot. Um, yeah. This is uh, slated to come out June second, twenty twenty three. So we still got some time, but it, I mean, this actually came out because the first one came out in twenty twenty one, which was not too long ago. Was it or is it twenty twenty? Came out in 2018. Oh God, this was that. <laughs> it's been five years. Yeah, God, I can't believe it's been four years. Oh, almost four years. It's been wow. four and a half years since Into the Spider Verse came out. It doesn't seem like that, does it? It doesn't. That's wow, crazy. It really doesn't. Yeah. Um, that is yeah. everything we have for this week. Um, next week we will be off just because. We've got, I'm out of town for Christmas, and we're just spending time with, fair, with family for Christmas. We still got to do our Christmas special. We will try and get that to you uh, as soon as possible. Uh, until next time, catchphrase. Witty retort. <laughs>